0: Pickaxe.
1: Everybody and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast with me and Sips and Flax. Coming at you, live and unchained on twenty sixth of April, twenty
0: eighteen. Hey, hey, Lewis. Mm. What? I lost my dildo. Where could it be? Are you tired of losing your dildo every five seconds? Well, try the new JML Dildo Tracker. That's right. Never lose your dildo again.
2: Proudly sponsored by Dildos. Hey. I always lose my dildo, <laughs> P Uh, what about you? Let me tell you something, Lewis. I stopped losing my dildo some time ago, thanks to what was it called again? Dildo Tracker The XL, dot, XLMS.
1: UK,
0: forward slash um, Triforce Podcast. So never lose never lose your dildo again. I lost my dildo <laughs> deep inside my my number one Bays bunghole. <laughs> number one I could not find it for days. <laughs> Goddamn, if it wasn't for dildo tracker.html, I would have gone to work with this thing in my ass. I didn't, re- I didn't realize it was up there. Thanks, oh, dildo tracker.
1: Do, do you, do you um, find yourself using street
0: language like, like number one? But hey, I consider that to be the young people's language It's of today. not street language. That's the new nerd language, isn't it? It's like internet, dumb internet language. Like, I don't think people use that in real life. I, st- I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah,
1: all the Twitch memes (laughs) and the emotes and stuff.
2: Do you not think all the cappers and stuff? I I added some new emotes to my channel recently because people were complaining. Mm. You know, you have to. I've subscribed to BTTV, um, which is Better Twitch TV for anyone that doesn't know. And it's like a website that adds a load of extra stuff into your Twitch channel. So you can subscribe to BTTV for like three bucks a month or something. And you then get access to a bunch of emotes like all the popular ones like monk ass and pepe hands and all that kind of stuff yeah the people for some reason they fucking love to use them and some of them are pretty funny right so i think it's interesting that the the, the acronyms or the names of those emotes have now become things that people just say yeah. like we were talking the other Kappa. day about something and someone Kappa, said yeah. said oh man monkass," S. and a monk S is like pepe looking really nervous right yeah and yeah. i thought can, can we not just say i was really nervous like people have languages be- being compressed into what single word or even syllable yeah can i can i use that expresses an entire emotion oh uh,
0: ellie jiggle oh, oh God, early yeah, yeah exactly Or well,
2: so bad was something my friend said for a long time so bade
1: i guess it's because you can't see the faces of the people that you're talking to right and so like sometimes when you know I'm sat in a live stream room or something playing a game or next to someone you know they'll sometimes look at me sideways and you know and it'll be like a a visual message right and I think that you could do that with emotes that you can express this kind of very specific like you know like nervous face without without having to say, I feel nervous. Right. You know, now yeah, well sense. that's
0: the thing. There's no you can't convey emotion or anything over a chat room, right? Like that's always How been the problem. How did we manage on the phone then? Um, phone,
2: phones have been around for a hundred something years. You can just, hear the tone of voice a, and stuff. Yeah,
1: it's different. But they're always a little bit formal as well. Like even this conversation because you kind of have to you kind of have to it sometimes sometimes language it's always limited, OK? Like, the context and, and complexity is, is massive. You know, it's like in, in Italy, you know, you can't learn Italian without learning all the hand movements, for example. You know, because Italians gesture and gesticulate and do this wild stuff. And it's very important when you actually see italian speaking that you also see their hands um, because it's part of the language and that's because the more complexity the better really because it, it helps you to convey exactly how you're feeling you know if you're seeing someone talk and they've got this expression on their face then you think okay i can understand
0: way more about what's happening here i guess yeah you don't even really need to talk sometimes sometimes you can just do gestures and facial expressions and that that's enough right mm-hmm
1: we could just talk entirely
0: in emojis. That's right. Know? We can just do real life emojis to each other. Serious face. Serious face. Smiley face. You know, you that the know the knowing look. I like the knowing look. You know that the the knowing look is such a is it is such a like an artful facial expression, isn't it? Because. It, it just it just clicks, you know? Like something happens, you look at somebody and they give you that look and it's and, and it's,
2: it says a thousand words. So that's how, I think that's my problem because I, I don't know anything, so I can't do the knowing look. I try to do the knowing look and they're just like, he doesn't know. Oh, I can picture you doing the knowing the look. The unknowing look I've got. The confused look, I can do confused There's real the well, unknowing, yeah. yeah,
0: the unknowing look is a good one too. You know, yeah.
2: like the, the, Harry, you know, a beautiful Barry boy, he says ruffle sometimes instead of laughing. He'll just Ruffles. say ruffle. <laughs> I think yeah. like, this is a man who spent too much time in Twitch chat. Ruffle, he'll say, and I'm like, was it funny? Because you're not laughing, you're saying well, ruffle. That, yeah, but well, that's more of a kind of
1: like cynical kind of. Yeah. it's become a, a kind of cynical way of saying like ah, you know, or exactly. something like this. You know, you it's know just what? Different... I see the
2: other day, my six-year-old uh, was actually ruffling. Like it was that like adults don't do that no but if kids find something so funny they'll fall on the floor she was rolling on the floor and laughing and I thought this is the actual raffle this is yeah. where and I'm thinking Wait, Came from I, p- people' t- people type raffle far too casually because I saw it in real life and let me tell you something most times when people type raffle I don't actually believe that they're anything like as close to that kind of hysterical laughter that she was uh she was in well, I'd never have to I do mean LOL
0: day. was the was the was the original, right? That was yeah. the first that was the first sort of like internet shorthand. Yeah, back when the internet I, was honest. I remember everything. Yeah, hearing. and when
2: people typed LOL, I think they actually were lolling. Yeah. I I always type ha, ha, ha. I I I try uh, to yeah, avoid me too. using I lol. I still do. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I I still it's a habit thing. Like yeah. it's not it's not cuz I think I'm too cool to use lol. I just I, I ha, used ha, the internet before lol right? yeah. existed and exactly. I used ha 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 instead sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I think if but, I've actually laughed out loud in real life, I'm never gonna write lol. I'm gonna write, you know,
0: but ha, I thought ha, ha, that ha. I thought that lol was reserved to laugh out loud and there couldn't be any other meanings. But people use it to say lots of love as well. Like yes. my, my mom does. And I think older people on Facebook use it. Mm. And it's confusing sometimes because There'll be a post on Facebook that says somebody's died and then you'll see like a whole bunch of replies saying LOL and you think, "Oh my god, these people are brutal. <laughs> this person's died." But actually <laughs> they're, saying, they're saying they're yeah. saying, "Oh, you know, we're sending sending lots of love to you or or whatever." And it's weird. I don't think that they're allowed to do that. I don't think they should be allowed to do that. It's it, it's LOL laugh out loud. It's always been that. It's don't like, try to change it. It's like Lewis, Find your
1: own new thing. I'm, I'm terribly sorry to say your nan's gone into hospital again. Lol.
0: Lol. From mum. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing.
1: Like a classic. It's confusing.
0: Okay. It's, I don't know. Mm. I'm sure that there's words in the English language that both mean something terrible and delightful at the same time. I I, I, I can't think of any of them off the top of my head, but mm. it's very confusing, and I Pussy. think that there should be some police... Policing done. Pussy we should have a can
2: be good p- and bad, right? Like you can call someone a pussy or I you can know. say, Man, pussy's, this pussy's so good. Pussy's got a lot more positives than negatives though. Like I don't know. Pussycat. If you call someone a pussy? I mean if you ever like old people tend to refer to like do you remember Mrs. what Mrs. Slocum whatever her name was, Mrs. Slocum from Are You Being Served? Oh my pussy yes. is ever so hungry you know and people were like, Whoa <laughs> and laughing. <laughs> Because yeah. she's literally just saying, "My vagina really needs some cock right now," but she got away with that's it by right. just saying, "Oh, my pussy's." He came in the other night. He was my pussy was soaking wet, and the audience would laugh. And I'm thinking, yeah. I feel like nowadays people would say that it's just smutty, but back then it was meant to be like innuendo. Uh-huh. But that's not really innuendo. No, she's literally just saying my pussy is wet. Like it's it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, it was lazy, I, but but I think that it's a kind of that is a
1: bit of a joke of that she's out of touch kind of thing with modern lingo, and I think that those jokes are always going to work. I, th- I think what you end up finding is when you get a community of people who speak the same language, if you like, they're going to, you're going to understand what monk ass is and stuff. <laughs> right. And you're going to, you're going to understand. And it kind of what it does is it acts in a way to stop other people from in entering that group necessarily. You know, they, they're, they're going to have to, they're, they're kind of not one of your clan, if you like, do you right, know what right. I mean? It's, it's it's not exactly hiding it from a police or anything, um, but it certainly kind of helps to form like this kind of companionship amongst people because I think everyone is is does watch a lot of Twitch. They they type a lot of e- emotes and and you know they know what these are. It's 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 not a bad thing. Do you think like gifts are like another thing that gifts? Yeah. Um,
2: Let's not do this again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Put giraffes. Pussy is an interesting one. Pussy is Let's stick to that then. an okay. awkward one to say in certain contexts, right? Yeah. You wouldn't say to your wife, oh, I can't wait to get up in your pussy tonight, because like, it's awkward. <laughs> I think you can. You'd never say that. It just. I think, I think you can. I think it's <laughs> a funny thing to and say. And it's awkward to hear it,
2: but too. But when you say it in that really flat way, it's so funny. I, uh, hey, honey. It's
0: awkward to hear it, too, when people are talking about Oh, you should have seen her pussy. And that's awkward too if people say that. And then in porn as well when the when women are like, "Oh my pussy" and stuff. It's again awkward, super awkward. But I have no problem <laughs> saying the it's word "pussy" <laughs> to describe somebody as a pussy. Like, say, "Don't be such a pussy." I, it it doesn't bug me at all. I don't feel bad about using that word at all in that context. But right. I feel tremendously awkward using it in pretty much any other context. Oh, oh, I, I think most of the other the words... the only time for... I'll use it is 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 ironically sort of thing. For most of for, the, for, most of the words joke. that we
2: have for describing uh, the vagina, right? Yeah. The vagjajazzle. The the, the, there are very few that are sexy. Like, pussy That's is probably the true, closest yeah. we've got. And I know some women that hate that word. Yeah. But you're not going to... I mean, if you said... To, I mean, it depends on the the, the, the kind of sex you want to have. If you said to me, I want you to destroy my cunt right now, right? If that was... <laughs> the line, yeah, Holy I, shit. I wouldn't want that one either. But I mean, that, so some women would go for that. Some women would go for that. It's but it's, bit, it's not hot. It's not gross.
0: I'm not prudish or anything, but I just don't want somebody... I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, say, like... You want to touch my cock? Like I, I wouldn't describe my dick as as a cock either. Like it just sounds. Well, would you, how would you describe it? Just call it my dick. <laughs> 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 you want to play with my dick and my balls? Would you like, like to uh, touch
2: this object? In would my you? Pants? Would you like to engage in some sexual activity with my penis? We need a good a good phrase that you could say. Like uh, you can, I just say, "Do you want to have sex?" Like that that works for yeah, me. That's well. True, again,
1: yeah. I I genuinely think it is is again like you said it's. Different with everyone, and I think it's how comfortable you are. And I think if you could, like, a lot of this is a lot of it is fun anyway, right? And if you're gonna, if you're if you're hanging out with people who know you, and you could pretty much say anything in it. In a joking way to someone who knows you, and it's not gonna, they're not gonna think you're serious, you know. But sometimes maybe you gotta get serious and you gotta pick your right words, you know. Yeah, because let's say say you're a bar with a girl
2: and you wanna say, I mean, you could just say, hey, would you like to come back to my place and have sex? You could say that. Uh And I guess if she wanted to, as long as you didn't say something too stupid, like, I wanna get all torn up that ass, you know, something like that. (laughs) And she'd be like, that doesn't really seem appropriate coming from you and in this setting, since we're you know, at a dinner party, I mean, uh, you'd, need to, find, yeah, you'd to, need to find uh, the right approach. you want to so, uh, back think, to my house so I can break your ass like dishes? <laughs> Stick my ram right <laughs> up there, tush. <laughs> you want to lull <love> this cannon? <laughs> you need to find the right way. How many sexual encounters have been turned down at the very last second, just as that final hurdle of saying, hey, do you want to come and have sex? Yeah, cool, let's go. How many have fallen down based on the choice of phrasing?
1: Yeah, I think, I, think there, I think those encounters are falling down all along that road, though. There's got to be these. You, you know, when you talk to someone and they say something and it's like, oh, that's a, bit of a fucking red flag. What the fuck is right, tell Right, but that's the thing. Sometimes those red for?
2: flags don't come up until really late. Like, sometimes you'll know someone really well, you'll know them for years, and suddenly they have an opinion that you think, holy shit, I didn't know this person at all. Like, I really mm. thought I knew this person, and now it turns out. But I don't because of one thing they've said. Like, it, like if I'd had a friend for years and they suddenly said. that's
1: usually when they've got like a polarized position to you, right? right. Though, right? But it's there, like there's also we, the people you like tend to be people who agree with all of the things that you think. Or as enough well,
2: of right? them. Me, th- uh, that enough, you're not yeah. completely. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I seldom agree with you guys. But there are, but
2: I mean, imagine if someone just suddenly said they're a flat earther and they always have been. You'd be like, what? I didn't. What yeah. are you talking about? And they'd be like, no, no, I'm, this is a conspiracy, dude. The Jews run everything. You'd be like, oh my God. Like this never came up. And now it turns out that this person's crazy. The Jews run everything. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus Christ. That came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, I suspected. But, uh, <laughs> like it's, but seriously, like imagine if you were at a bar and you know, you're know you getting on great with someone and they ask you to have sex. But yeah. the way they ask you is so fucking clunky that you're like, oh, man, this was going somewhere. I and think then-
0: there's definitely a point that you could cross where you're probably in the mood to hear anything though. You right. know, they when, yeah. with just like the promise of sex and the excitement around like a sexual encounter and stuff. You know, if they turned around and they're like, "Yes, yeah, let's go do it, but sorry in advance if my pussy stinks a bit you'd be like oh whatever <laughs> let's just go <laughs> let's, just, let's fucking go let's keep, let's get this done with but yeah i guess it's i like- think women are
1: more on edge than men though i think men are like
0: fucking we'll do whatever but i think
1: women are more like kind of they're very much like i think they're always thinking that you're going to be an axe murderer or they're going to get like you know maybe a, yeah like tied up in a dungeon or something you know i think they're always a bit and so they're always looking for like any any red flags so, it's weird. I think what,
0: it's kind of it's weird. Probably a good thing. Holy shit! The difference between men and women in what men find attractive and what women find attractive. The, those differences are always really interesting too. Like we'll walk. Mm. We'll be walking down the road, and you know, you you know, sometimes you're walking down the road with your wife or your girlfriend, and you'll see you'll see a woman walking towards you, and she's dressed very provocatively, right? But she mm-hmm. doesn't always look that great it's just very provocative clothes you know or or lack of clothes yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so but sometimes (laughs) my wife will will say like oh did you see her and i'll be like yeah yeah and she'll be like do you find that attractive and and i think like but i don't know if i do like i i think i think my dick thinks yeah that that looks okay (laughs) but but in in terms of actual attractiveness and if i was if i was attracted to this person and and wanted to enter into a long relationship with them or whatever i don't know you know like sometimes you see somebody and you think oh, shit, I would love to spend the rest of my life with that person. You know, they just look, like, nice and wholesome and stuff. But, and they I don't, mean, here's the thing. They don't I don't mean, We're, like we're a saying trumpet. that it's married
2: dudes. Yeah. And you and me have been married or with someone for a long time, right? Exactly. So that, when I see a woman, incru- I'm thinking, yeah. how, I wonder what she'd be like to be married to. But, I mean, if you're, like... 22 and single, <laughs> you see or, or you know, it's, maybe you're older than that and you're single. You're thinking, I wonder what that would be like to be married to. I wonder to? Yeah, what, I wonder what, what she's going like to be married but to. I do sometimes I wonder that when I see other women. I think she, I wonder what she'd be what, like as a what, wife. What, what, sure. what fabric softener she uses. <laughs> fabric softness. I wonder what kind of dishes. Is she good at doing the dishes and, and cooking? Is <laughs> or, or, I, I wonder if she on. makes I,
0: a very mean macaroni and cheese. I wonder if hmm. she can
2: mend a torn bit of clothing like a knee. <laughs> I've been looking for a good wife. I hope she guys, has a good family. <laughs> Do you guys know what I mean, though? You know,
0: it's like I hope she has a
2: strong back <laughs> with which to till the land. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I think I think men are definitely attracted to things in women that are different to the reasons we we try to we try to imagine that women are attracted to the to the same types of things, right? Like men not wearing many clothes. Are women really attracted to that, or is it more of an emotional thing? I feel like it's a more emotional thing. Do you know what I think the thing is? And, right, but and that's the thing. M- most, stuff, women,
2: right? most women, most women, to men. I'm obviously just, just for the sake of clarity, we're all talking about heterosexual stuff because that's what we know. Please
1: right? also understand that we have all got no idea what we're talking yeah, we, about. This is
2: just a laugh. And, we're just having a yeah. conversation. Yes. You don't need to fill okay. Reddit up with some comments and some fucking bullshit. So just shut up and listen. All right. so okay. And you might learn something, p- you youngers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking listen up. <laughs> Jesus, got a combined like 90 years of experience here. Right. So fucking. We have we
0: are one grumpy old you man. You know what? If you want to post on Reddit at length about it, just do you. You do you. Just go for it. Yeah, uh,
2: flax will yeah. probably. My downvote down button Matt. is ready. Well, I tell you that. I'm just going to hammer that down button. I'm going to get all my many Russian bot accounts to downvote you as well. So good right, fucking okay. luck, pal. Fuck you. Great. Right. So go here on. we go. So you were saying like, do women want to see men not wear much? I think the thing is, most men. Generally speaking, when I'm walking around, I'm looking at other dudes. You know, when I see them, and I'm like, most of them are not in great shape. You know, they're like me. No, they're, they've all got dad bods. Yeah, they're they all doughy. They all There's look destroyed bald, by life, you know? don't exactly. they? Like
0: a lot of them are massively henpecked as well. Right. That drives me. I hate that. <laughs> I hate seeing a hen-pecked guy. Jeez. What's a
2: henpecked guy? Uh, how do you, you know spot guy, one? You know the guy—the guy that's
0: just shambling along behind his his partner, holding all the bags, and like doesn't say anything. His head is down. He just looks like some sort of weird slave or something. I hate that. <laughs> that let's come back to Grow that question. So you're walking on the street
1: with your your wife, and she asks. She sees this hot woman coming along, and she says to you, "You know, do you find that woman attractive?" And that question. It, you know, she might as well put an emo on the end of it because
0: we need to know what she actually fucking means Pepe without hands. seeing her face, no, without no. seeing
1: like... You know, because that question it, it's
0: could a fair be, question. I've I've asked but, the same thing. You see a, a guy that looks a bit like Brad Pitt. Oh, and yeah, you, you I do that all the time. Some and, asshole. and you say like... Do you find that guy attractive? Like, because I feel like I find him attractive a bit, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just curious exactly. at if, <laughs> if other people agree, sort of thing. I'm not. It's, it's not, not a jealousy it's almost, thing. It's not. Yeah, a yeah trap I'm just trying to understand
2: what is yeah. an attractive dude. Because I find yeah, it hard. Like, but, I'll see a dude that I think I'm sure Mrs. F would like. Like John Cena. Looks like an attractive guy to me. He's a big guy, nice guy, great body, and all the rest of it. I'm sure Mrs. F would like John Cena. Oh no, he's much too big, much too musty. And I'm thinking, I don't think dudes are that picky. Genuinely, I don't yeah, think men are as picky. Just want to sees
0: anyone in a bikini or something. Yes, yeah, see, see, I don't care what she looks stripping. like. stripping. As long as she and, got a reasonable face,
2: she can wear what the fuck she likes. So I don't care and, about and the And also for go. men, I feel like it's not even.
0: It's 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 partly that, but I think more so as well. It's. The it, it's it's women appearing to be very available or like being like really up for it sort of thing but as not, well.
2: But not but unavailable unavailable, especially in so, London. Yeah, sometimes. Like you, you if guess, you go yeah. up north in in the UK, I'm sure it's true. Of every country's got a region. I'm not gonna say the women are looser, but they'll chat to you. They don't have a stick up their ass In London and a, and a few other places, if you even talk to a woman, she's like, get the fuck out of my face. If you go, I mean, we went out to Manchester, right? A whole bunch of us. And the girls just started chatting to us at the bar. They're like, oh, hey, where are you guys from? You're up from Bournemouth, blah, blah, blah. They're chat, chat, chat. And there was no assumption that we were hitting on them. We were just having a chat with them. But in London and places like that, if you talk to a woman you don't know in a bar, she'll assume you're hitting on her or she right. won't want to talk to you. It's, it's My mates, my single mates have found it much, much harder to get girlfriends in London... Than in other parts of the, the country, like easier when you parts go of north. the country. I didn't. I didn't want to put it that way. <laughs> Looser parts of the country. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Where the mean. pussy flows free, like the land of milk and honey.
0: <laughs> nice. But yeah, nice.
2: there's a, there's an attitude thing. I think there, there is an go
1: attitude thing. That question, though, the henpecked guy, yeah. right? His his wife is asking him that question. You know, do you find her attractive? With the, with the underlying underlying a message threat. of, like you find Sandra at work attractive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No that's sex poor, for you for a month. Exactly, for looking at this woman. Right. You know, there is this stereotype of that though, right? Yeah, yeah as well, but I that think that's, this,
2: that's born from like uh, lack of confidence in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And, prob- and probably some, some, some unhappiness too.
0: I think there's yeah. probably some disappointment and unhappiness there. A lot of people, it's amazing what people put up with too, right? Like some people get have these long ass marriages forever and ever and ever and they you know they, they're off and then they're in their seventies and they're like I fucking yeah. hated you all along yeah but now I'm stuck with you now we're we're pensioners together we're <laughs> we're in this for the long run and you just think Jesus I know it's like I know I know you have exactly a family people, and you have to yeah. stay together and stuff but Christ almighty at some point in your life you have to just choose happiness right you like you can't you can't just be miserable your whole life. and I mean, some people just want to be fucking miserable. It's true. Yeah, but-,
2: but I mean, some people get so codependent that it's almost like... You, you ever seen Shawshank Redemption? You've seen that movie, right? It's on all the time. Yeah. I've never mm. seen that movie. So yeah. in that movie, there's that guy who becomes institutionalized because ah. he's been in there so long and he can't live on the outside world. And I think in a way, some people get into a relationship where... The boundaries of their life are defined by that relationship and especially when you're in a a marriage or a a long-term relationship uh you tend to structure certain tasks and certain responsibilities between you just you know in in some ways especially traditionally the woman would do all the housework and stuff like that that's not the case anymore it's still it's still not not even in general even even when both people work women still do more housework every week that's like statistically but in terms of like responsibilities there are certain things around the house that i do are certain things around the house that Mrs. F does, and it's rare that she would do one of those and I would do the other, right? Yeah. So if you suddenly and also she knows certain things about you know who you know when birthdays are is a prime example right yeah if we yeah. ever split up no fuck is getting a birthday card ever again i have no, no yeah fucking i'm idea. the same i am i'm hopeless at right. that kind but, of but, I mean, stuff but I mean, there's uh, other things like financial <laughs> things or, or standing orders that we've got set up on all this kind of stuff or things that yeah. are in her name things that are in my name and stuff so I see. That's we're just, completely just, just a example laced. of how
1: because your life would fall apart exactly. because you don't even know what you what she knows right because you...
2: at this point because we're so codependent what difference does it make if it's in my name or her right. name or she's responsible or I'm. it doesn't matter because it we're, we're we're one we are joined so do you as think one that, that,
1: that the institution of marriage kind of traps people into unhappiness no i don't sometimes. think it's i, th- I think it's I the opposite think it's, I, I think
2: marriages is, is the best thing that society has ever come up with and I think the the lack of it is is actually a big concern. I'm not saying that I'm not a religious person. So no, but, but marriages but, 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 it makes a huge difference to the quality of life that you're going to have and your children. Oh, for
0: sure, it's crazy. Yeah, and and it's and it's vital for children to you. I think Absolutely. children have to have a mum and a dad or two dads or or two. They have two people. Two people. That's it. To, to take have care of them. That they, because ha- it's so they, much they harder. They feel otherwise. safer, and there's there's you don't. Y- if you're being raised by one person, it's tough for one person to raise you, but also there's no um how do you say like there, there's no there's no compromise on values, right? You you've just got just the this one person's values instilled in you and that's it. And if yeah. you're lucky that that person is 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 good and and somewhat stable or whatever, great, you're lucky. But sometimes it, it's good to have another person chime in and say, "No, no, come on! You're being too hard on them." Or right, you, you, should, you know, don't don't do this. Let's do this instead. It teaches and, you a and lot. Have, so,
2: compromise, have some sort of plan. Yeah, yeah
0: compromise is a huge also. Thing. You know, and the, that, the funny
2: think, thing is, is seeing your parents argue not not like screaming and throwing plates. But arguing and discussing something and 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 ha- having differences, I think, is a really useful thing for kids as well because they understand how to argue yeah. and they understand that people can have arguments and still be friends. Of course. So, I yeah. mean, I, I, like my mum. Raised me and my sister from we were when when I was about eight years old, so my sister would have been about five and a half six years old and she we were, she was a single parent, and I've seen exactly how hard it is. I know exactly how hard it is, so i I don't think that promoting single parenthood is a good thing at all. I think it's no, really it's bad really tough and yeah. if you want to look at the poverty rates and and crime rates and drug use rates and alcoholism and everything is worse outside of marriage, especially when you have kids. You can be single. Being single is fine. But if you have children, I think it's super, super important that you're in a, in a relationship. And that's really what yeah. marriage is all about. Yeah. It's and, entirely, and that's what it's for. Yeah. I think even
0: worse than that sometimes is when you have small kids and you're a single parent and then you meet a partner and you're bringing basically a stranger into the equation, in into raising your kids. Like a lot of problems come out of that too. Because yeah. you don't really know this person. And this person comes with... Probably baggage too. You know, if you've got a couple of kids, you're a single parent, you're in your 30s or whatever, and you've met somebody around the same age as you, chances are they've also come out of some sort of broken relationship, have some kids, have all this baggage and stuff as well. And I don't know. I think it's – I think introducing new people into the mix – further it can along be very down difficult. the line can be very, can, very hard. But you I know mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it works Absolutely. too. I'm sure there, just there's gonna like say some there, great there, success
2: stories. There but. are YouTube compilations you can watch of kids giving adoption certificates to their sort of step-parents. So, you know, mm. their, their father has left their mother or vice versa, and they're being raised essentially by someone else's like their surrogate dad. Or or mum, and they're giving them adoption papers like for their birthday, and it is very heartwarming and everything. You know, it's well, very that... very sweet. Um, and it, I think it's it shows that people, especially kids, really, really, really need parents around, especially both parents. I think it is so important. Well, for the well reasons I think we've that, mentioned. That,
1: that that might, that might this this might just well be an opinion though, right? Because I'm pretty sure I saw studies that showed that that kids in single parent families were not necessarily any different to, to kids raised in in well, kids are families. durable, and, and, but kids are very yeah. durable, and they'll, no, they'll I, don't adapt. They, they, I don't think they were shown to have any less happiness or less skills or less education or anything less. I think it's very much. I, 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 look, I don't know well, where I don't you know, read that because I've read the opposite. No, I think. I, think, I, I, I But I I seem to have, 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 have. I think that we can't make these opinions necessarily without them being backed up. Because I think a lot of kids. I don't think we can put cast judgment on these things without science behind them, right? And I don't know what You're science you are right. My, my, I, my experience is either.
2: anecdotal, so it's not evidence. Yeah. But I mean, no, also, I, I've definitely, definitely I read. I will, I will find a if mis- but I've definitely to, read that single parenthood is really bad. I'm a big really counter-argumenter,
1: right? And if I don't know the science, then I'll try not of to... Of course, Im- no, you should. You should my, question it and you should say, yeah, you know, yeah. let's, let's find uh, out. And In the same way, I think that, you know, we shouldn't necessarily force families together. I don't together.
0: Know the science, so I'm going to counter you with even less science, if that yeah, exactly <laughs> you don't have the
2: data and i've got less and i've so, got even uh, less than you do
1: <laughs> take that bitch <laughs> as a as a casual as a casual <laughs> argument to what you guys have been saying like you know i don't think that families should
0: be forced to stay together for the sake of the kids if they're gonna hate Absolutely. each other. i'm sure that's, that probably, that is a worse. Way that's probably worse situation. yeah unless yeah. unless again there's some sort of compromise where it's like you know what we 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 know we don't have a great relationship, but we're gonna we're gonna stick with it until the kids are big enough, and then we'll part ways. Just become swingers. Or at an age where they understand or whatever. But yeah. and that's,
1: I think that's more common than we let's keep up I think a, a lot of people, up are good a front people
0: for the sake of the kids, and then you know once once they're in high school or whatever. Peace. And honestly, like
1: the thing is that these days, what we're finding is that people are marrying later, they're having kids later, and as a result, the people as a, as a result when sort of divorce rates in a sense I think have been dropping because I think people have been more educated and more, are more sure the right with their decisions yeah they're finding yeah. the right person like, and, don't, don't snap we to, used get to get married, married absolutely. and have kids a lot earlier and you know I can't think how much I've changed since I was 21 you know imagine most people got married when they were 21
0: I was you know, 25 and, and, oh back in yeah I was 23 when I got married back in the day though like my grandma got married when she was like 18 and she already had like right a kid on the way and it like this is back in like the 19 19- 40s or whatever but like it's 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 definitely changed a lot yeah. i think i mean yeah pe- people
2: people are taking more time i think to have careers but especially women are having the average age is now 32 yeah yeah i mean but previously women didn't work so it was different. they didn't work as much and they would give up their job when they got married so all they had to do was get a job get a flat somewhere meet a guy get married and then have kids like that was the the archetypal family for a long time so nowadays you've got women going through university a lot more getting jobs and careers and then they have to meet the right kind of person who's going to be able to i mean Basically they need to be able to afford to have fucking childcare and kids I, I think and it's shit.
1: mostly the empowerment of women which has changed this though it's because absolutely you know they yeah, now want, they want to get their they want to get a career and a job and they they don't want to to to, to spend this time giving it up to but is that empowerment or is
2: that just equality with men? Because that's what men have had forever. Yeah, I feel like I,
0: I, I feel like it's great on, on the one hand, and then on the other hand, I just think, Jesus, do you really know what you're getting yourselves into? Like, you really want to fucking toil away you at work? You could have stayed it at home. Stinks. <laughs> it sucks.
2: <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, women got what they wanted, but uh, whew, you didn't know what you, you wanted. You wished for it. Welcome to welcome to work. Yeah. It fucking welcome. sucks. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I read an interesting thing about um, paternity leave. Did either of you guys get paternity leave at all? I didn't have yeah, a job. Yeah, I was, so I was no. pretty lucky,
0: yeah. I had, I, that, my place is really good with paternity leave. They gave me tons of time off. And then even after the baby was born, uh, a couple of days I had to just phone in sick because my wife was just like fucking dead from the massive culture shock and... Just the, the the process of giving birth and stuff. So they were they were super generous. They gave me lots of paternity time and on top of that just a lot of random sick days and days to just you know adjust and get on top of things and stuff. It was pretty
1: good. Do you think that was healthy for you to have when you came back to work and things? Did it help you, like, be a better employee and stuff? Was it was no. it a good thing?
0: No. <laughs> Not at no. all. No. It's right. just, it, it's, just necessary. it's just good for you. I just you. had to right. be there to but help. Necessary. There was certain things that just needed to be done and certain certain situations that had to be resolved and stuff. And it was just nice to have the flexibility to do that. But I was Mm. fucking dead when I went back to work and I've been dead ever since for the past like six years. So I
2: I think I was working, but I quit. I mean, my, my job finished very quickly after the baby was born. Like I was like, I worked for a few more months and then I was done and just looked after the kids ever since. I not not just you know I do the fucking Triforce podcast and uh, well yeah Dota, I mean that's so a that's a full time full time job, job itself, baby so, yeah. seven thousand hours of Dota shit. that's taken you that's a I shoot. looked at your
1: Dota buff the other day oh yeah um and just seeing your your games played and there's there's very few days when you've not played but Dota played in the Dota last pretty much every like, day for five years. years yeah, yeah. So five, years, five years so five
2: years it's crazy Jesus five.
1: Christ it's pretty scary Actually, like there were a couple of days now. on there yeah. And I was looking at it, I was like, what happened on these days? And it was like three days where you played like 18 games, 19 games, and 18 games of Dota. And I thought, I was like, how long is the average game? Like 45 minutes to an hour, yeah. maybe? And you played like 18 games. I've got a problem. Got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Mrs. Flax must have been away that weekend yeah. or something. I mean, this weekend, yeah. she
2: was away. So the, the weekend just gone. She, she took the kids down to Bournemouth for the weekend uh, to see her parents. And uh, I was like, this is is the the place. No, no, I was really good, right? I actually went out to the shop, like, I planned it all out. Like, it's the most planning I've ever put into anything in months. I was like, she's away? So I went to the shop on Friday. And I bought a load of supplies and I bought meals and stuff, and they were all, you know, not, not, I didn't just buy sloppy stuff, bought a hell of a lot of booze. So, you know, that counteracted all the good stuff. And then you played six and games then I of Dota. literally just sat and played Dota for forever. And then you
1: played six games of Dota on Saturday and six games on Sunday. And we
2: did Hearts of Iron. We did Hearts <laughs> of Iron on, on Saturday night for seven and a half hours.
0: We did hey, a Lewis, multiplayer game. Hey, Lewis, do you have a website where you can tell what I did this weekend? <laughs> or, is, well, it's exactly, called isn't this this is a wonderful
1: resource. Like, your wife, knows that you're not cheating because she's like, all right, well, you've been playing Dota every day for eight hours a Yo, day you know for what? the last five years. Yeah, there's, that, years, there's so. that too. But
0: I mean, the thing is, a lot of people are like, eh, all you do is sit around and play Dota, but it's, it's such a cheap hobby, isn't it? It, it, it doesn't it's cost a free, anything. It's free to, to play, out, baby. You're, not, free out play. Drinking, you're yeah. not out drinking. You're not out... You know, go spending a ton of money here, there, and everywhere, taking your number one bay to the movies and then for a, a <laughs> hot meal afterwards and then a couple of and drinky then poos slamming and a stuff.
1: Juicy pussies, like you destroy yeah. shoving
0: your gigantic ramrod into her <laughs> love hole and stuff. Yeah. You you're not doing any of that shit. You're just sitting there playing a game for free. It's it's so cheap. It's it's such a good hobby. It's such a good Good hobby to have. Especially you know what? If you the, my my eldest, good daughter, good my eldest daughter,
2: my eldest daughter, is just as bad as me when it comes to games. In terms of just want, just wanting to play them all the time. Like oh, that's man. all she wants to do. She is we got her a Nintendo Switch for her birthday, so I'm kind of enabling this addiction because yeah. I, I I'm there with her. You know what I mean? I've always played games. I'm sure you yeah. guys are the same. I've always yeah, played my, games. My
0: son is the exact same. We right. have the exact same situation at our house. But, and
2: she her, her mentality is exactly the same as mine, is it she'll play a multiplayer game? Doesn't really mind if she wins or loses. She tries to win, but it's not like this devastating, crushing, oh, my God, I'm so frustrated. Like, my mate used to bite his Xbox controller, like, yeah. like that in, in Fury, or his, his Super Nintendo controller. Had teeth marks all over it from where he was my, uh, bitten and frustrated.
0: I, I, I took a Super Nintendo controller one time. I was playing um, Super Metroid, and you know, that, like, the sticky wall jump? Where you, where you jump up on a wall yeah, and you, you stick to it, to yeah, and then you yeah, have yeah. to jump wall to wall. Yeah. I was—I'd been playing it for a while. My hands were very clammy and sweaty, so doing the sticky wall jump was proving to be quite difficult. And man, I got so fucking frustrated. I took the Nintendo controller by the cord, spun it around really quick, like on a short cord, spun it around really quick, and then like whacked it on the ground, and it smashed open and smashed everywhere. Oh no! Yeah, it was—it was pretty brutal. I had to like try to screw it back together and then it didn't quite work again so and back then it wasn't like oh, I'll just go on Amazon and I'll get right. one delivered tomorrow no, no, one's like, I had yeah, to yeah. wait like wait like a week before I could get a new controller and stuff it was terrible
1: I yeah. sorry I, I was just I just got lost in Dota buff then I was just looking at your stats period I had a re- I I had nine matches. win streak about nine Dota. fucking
2: win streak and then it got Jeez. busted oh my god glorious
1: so I I'm I'm yeah I'm I'm I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything about this but but I can I suppose I can say that that for some reason I've been really interested in Dota again um and I don't know it's like it's like when I played Hearthstone I got really into World of Warcraft you know yeah. it was, it's one of those things where it just sort of brings you back into the into the fray of that world and I'm just thinking about Dota and and, and I might have to start playing oh it again no. it's, it's weird Uh-oh. it's like it's, it's, it's happening like, but I'm, win- I'm a winning I got a little, player little taste of it Lewis. in my veins yeah, so that's and how, now I'm i like, I
0: need to warn you Lewis if you think you're going to be playing with Flax you better bring your A game because he doesn't suffer fools I don't have lightly. an He's, I have A game anymore then you're out at best yeah Flax got Are mad you, at me for being bad at Dota and said he wouldn't play with me
2: anymore you said on stream that you can't have two Tards or something like that like <laughs> 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 I saw that someone sent me the clip of you saying look I'm oh, not
0: yes. I'm, I'm, I'm bitter because i was rejected so i was I slashing remember. out i
1: saw that so there's this twitch clip of, of you saying if you have one bad on a team it's okay but if there's two bads on a team this this, this no, is the other can can't carry yeah. those people
2: <laughs> yeah i mean I, i've been playing actually with, with my that's viewers that's why you don't play with people <laughs> actually, I've, I've been playing a lot with the, with the viewers especially in the morning because i've got like right. a regular crew that i play with in the evening like munt and cine and plague and guys like that yeah and yeah. um I, in the morning, I mix it up. And I play with pretty much anybody. And mainly because most of my mates are, at, you know, the, the guys that I normally play with are at work uh, or at university or whatever. But there always seem to be these strange people that are around at 10 a.m. on a weekday morning or 9 a.m. on a Monday. They'll be like, I can easily get four guys that just want to play there. So, uh, but some of them are like, so bad, it, it's actually made me miss you well, guys. What, like worse than me? Oh, way worse. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I played with a guy. I feel bad for you. He, he had less than 10 games of Dota, okay? Let me tell Ooh. you something. When we got him in the stack, it was a guaranteed win because he was he was really trying, and he's actually improved. Like, you can see him getting better while he's playing, and he only plays Witch Doctor. It's the only hero I've ever seen him play. Right. He's called Yee Man. He just plays this hero and he really tries and he, he he's a trier and he supports properly and he learns and he listens and i was like this is the dream because he drags us right down to a lower bracket so yes he's an anchor he's never going to win the game for you but it makes the games a lot easier by having him do you know what i mean like he, he, he puts you in a lower skill bracket game and it says at the beginning a little disclaimer pops up that says Please remember to be patient and understanding with newer players. That's what Dota 2 says to you now when Yee Man and guys like that are in the game, which I think is fantastic. Um, So I don't mind playing with bad players. The problem I have with playing with you guys, you two in particular, okay, is you don't give a shit no you literally couldn't care less you don't That's listen to anything true. anyone says you don't really want to win you just go off and do your own thing and if and every time i remember when i was playing with sips so, like he walks into just blind uphill there's a hero there that kills him. he's like oh fuck me like he can't oh this game is so bullshit oh he could just kill me because dover is not a fair game and sometimes mm. your hero will just die to this hero. That's it. This hero kills yeah. your hero. And there's nothing you can do about it other than not be in that place. Or, or uh, you know, you have to be already winning the game and be more farm than them. And I think most games try to keep it even. If you look at Counter-Strike, I, if I have a pistol, I can kill a guy with an orb, right? It's just, that's the way the game goes. You can just outplay someone. Dota is not like that. Dota is very different. Your hero sometimes just kills the other guy and there's nothing, you've just got him. And I think for a lot of people, and I think for you, for you, Sips especially, that's very frustrating. Yeah, for because sure. Because you yeah. play, you play a lot of games that are that are a lot fairer, and you play a lot of single player games. I, I where, think it's not that the same. is
1: it. Right. I think that it's about about fairness. I think the thing about Dota is it's incredibly complex, right? Like when I'm playing a a, a miniatures game, right, and it's a dice, and you hit on fives, you know that's a one in three chance of you hitting, right? So you're thinking, okay, five, five, ten ten shots three and a third of them are, are going to hit. So, you know, on average, you know, that's a five to wound, so one third's going to... So I'm going to do one wound on average, okay? And then he's got an armor save. So I, I could probably do a wound if I shoot him with these 10 guys. So you roll your 10, that's your decision made, and you can... It's kind of an intelligent thing, whereas with Dota, it's all so quick and so fast, and the levels are twenty five, and you don't know what items they have, you don't know where they've put their skill points, and you're not quite sure how much damage these abilities necessarily of every hundred of heroes do. And so... You you don't necessarily know if you're going to go up on a one v one with someone. Am I going to kill this guy? And sometimes uh, a lot of times you'll blink in, you'll start hitting this guy and you'll realize, oh fuck, i completely fine. misjudged yeah, this. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to be able to kill this guy. And you're like, do I do I ch- hope that someone will turn up and save me? Do I like back out and like then? And it's added to the mix by the fact that there could have been another fucking invisible guy, like just just around the corner. Or he yeah, could have support just out of the fog. And, Yeah, all the rest and, of it, Yeah, and you have to try and weigh all these things up and then. But, and, and as a result, it's kind of this thing that just kind of it becomes this sort of a feeling that you just get for the game, right? You just get, rather than it being like a, a concrete decision backed up by any kind of numbers, by any kind of sensibility, by something you could be trained in and learned. Like if you went through all the damage tables and stuff and you kind of learn, I mean, sure, you can, in a tabletop game, you kind of. Know roughly how good units are against units, and you'll osmos that stuff in. But but in a sense, like we're used to playing XCOM and things like this, where like yeah, I'm happy taking an eighty percent shot. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm taking a risk on this one. Whereas with Dota, it's like you never, you're I'm never sure, and I really kind of that frustrates me in a sense because I'm. And the only way you really get it is through doing it. Like the guy who plays Witch Doctor, he knows. That, yeah. if he can play enough games. Like like with Hearthstone as well. You like, just develop you know, a
0: sense for timing and stuff. Yeah.
1: I think that's the, the way I mean the way I ended up getting Legend and the way they recommend playing these games is you just play the same fucking deck because what you do is you learn all the fucking scenarios and yeah, when I got, legends. It, it. it was because I knew every single thing that could happen. I yeah, almost knew every- that, I was the same. I, you just like you know your matchups.
0: In, you know which ones you're in. You know yeah. what what's coming. You know what. To, like one in ten
1: games, mulliganing would be something you as didn't well see, is so important.
0: And knowing but, what to mulligan against. You know, sort of predicting what deck somebody's running and mulliganing correctly and against them. It's nice to be able to to do
1: that and think, okay, I've achieved that. But with with Dota, there's so many factors. There's so many things. There's so many different things and I feel like the other thing about Dota is I'm always a little bit scared to become good with one hero because then I've put my MMR up too high with that and Mm -hmm. then I'm I'm no good with anything else and it's like okay I can only ever play this one here and that's not how I like to play Dota. I like to play with random heroes every time like I like to play Hearthstone but when I play that I never leave rank 20. If I, because I, I, I never leave Brett twenty at Hearthstone. If I'm playing random decks, I never leave fucking you know shit tier MMR with Dota because I want to play a different yeah. hero every time, and I'm never willing to, to learn. And by the time I've learned a, a bit on every single hero, I've forgotten what I've learned. I think. I mean, you, you know, know, the other thing so, is
2: that Dota is not a game that anybody fully understands. Like, a patch will come, I mean, there's a patch tonight, right? There'll be a patch tonight that changes the game again. And even the the guys who sped, the pro players, the very top pro players, have an understanding of the game that varies between team and person. So captain A, captain B, captain C will all have a different appreciation of what they think works and what doesn't. And how and they like you'll hear them talk. There'll be a team that's doing great. And they'll say, "Oh, yeah, we could beat them. All you had to do is XYZ." And they have they feel that they have a counter. The other teams don't have that. If this was a game where you could have perfect understanding, there would be a mathematical guaranteed way to win. Like there is in in a lot of games. Like say poker, there is an optimal way to play poker. Right? Absolutely. So and there, yeah. there is an optimal way to play to play a lot of games. Um yeah, but Dota doesn't I, I, really I, I, have that because it's it's there's too it's, much going it's, on. It's too much.
0: There is an optimal way of playing every game. And if you're wondering where to find out uh, more information on how to play <laughs> games optimally <laughs> Look no further than Twitch chat because everybody, <laughs> everybody there is you're an
2: right.
0: expert at the game. Okay, right, so Sips, you stream hey, a lot. Sips, I've never played this game before, but I think if you do X, Y, and Z, uh, you sure surefire win. You stream win. a lot, right? <laughs> I,
2: I, I I stream a lot. I I try as little as possible to read chat. And people say to me, does Perian interact with his viewers? Like, does he ever read chat? Because I hardly ever read it. But I seem to have a sixth sense for when someone is shit-talking me or saying something mean. Normally, I'll take it completely out of context, but I'll happen to look at chat when someone has said oh fuck off or this guy's such a tool and well, i'll be this like is, this, banning this that brings, person, and then realizing my mistake and unbound that person but i hardly ever try to look to twitch chat for this advice. brings
0: back the conversation about um chat emotes though too because sometimes people say something and if there's a kappa at the end of it you know they're just being sarcastic right, right? but without mm. it you're like holy fuck this fucking guy i'm gonna ban
2: him his-. right
0: he's dissing me on the net <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know? it's just, I, I can't stand he's calling me it's, a pussy called me
0: a pussy on the
2: net like, oh, the, the worst oh thing God. for me is that now that I've played with a lot of the guys in my chat that like talk a lot I've played with them I know they're terrible. And they're lolling and, and saying, oh, you should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, Ruffling. I'm like how yeah. fucking dare you, dude? You suck. And the, like, <laughs> I was playing the other day. I was playing, I was playing Counter-Strike. You? Yeah, seriously. I was <laughs> playing Counter-Strike last night. And this guy's in chat telling me all this stuff I should be doing. You're wasting too many nades. You're doing this. You're doing that. I was like, can you shut the fuck up? I'm just playing CSGO with my mates. And he was like, well, what's wrong with some advice? And I said, all right, imagine this. You've got your car out. On the driveway, you're fixing. You've got the hood open. You're fixing something. You're doing your best job. I mean, this this was people don't fix their cars in the driveway anymore, but they certainly could in in the past. You're out there fixing your car. Some guy's walking down the road and just stops and starts telling you what you're doing wrong. Now you don't know if this guy's a fucking mechanic. No, maybe you're mowing the lawn,
1: right? And he's like, "Oh no, you don't want to be going horizontal across that fucking lawn, mate. You want to be fucking doing it vertical. <laughs> right? You want to be doing? Yeah.
0: It's always like it's always like a, a Londoner that has to come in, even if you're nowhere near London." <laughs> Ah, you
2: could be in Texas. What are you oh, doing, no, mate? mate you doing that all <laughs> uh, wrong. You yeah, want to go yeah. vertical stripes. Vertical, not horizontal. <laughs> the what are you doing, fuck? you mud,
0: You mad. Jeez. Where, oh, are you the go, the Congo? Where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> you
2: don't want
1: to go that close to the verge, mate. Oh, no, it's gonna fucking. you gonna...
2: his lawn like a So to me, that's what Twitch chat is kind of like. People think they stop by and we're just all friends, but I don't fucking know you. There's a a guy in my Twitch
0: chat called Backseat Gamer. And every (laughs) once in a while he chimes in and he's very funny. Like I was playing Kerbal Space Program and um, he donated and he's like, Sips... Just taking a lunch break from my very busy job at my career at NASA, doing astronomy <laughs> and uh, right. particle physics and, and stuff, just to tell you that you are fucking stupid. <laughs> you suck at this game, and you should play it the way that I want you to play it. It's so funny. It gets me every time. I think
1: like we, cause I played um, we played Space Hulk yesterday on on Battle Boys, which is one of the streams where we sort of trying to play games and board games. What a name! It's a great, great stream. Check it out. Um, and Tom, Tom, we were playing Space Hulk, and obviously this is a game that Tom and Ben have played, and I played back in the day, but n- obviously nowhere near as much as they did. And it felt like Tom was going into the game with basically perfect information, right? He kind of knew the game so well that... Because we, we were, I was going down the right-hand side with my terminates, he was going the left-hand side, and he was doing stuff that was, that was crazy, right? He was like, oh, yeah, if I do this guy, I can, like, spin him around, shoot, spin and shoot, turn and, like, cover. And I was, like, just... Chomping my marines down like a, like a ten year old, you know, playing the you know, Warhammer for the first time. And Tom was like just going in there like some sort of masterclass. And I think that he would played that game enough that he knew his limits, inside and out. And at he that, knew that point, it, at that point, though, it became it almost became a game of chance, right, for him because he knew what all of the situations were and he knew how to play as good as he could. And it just was bad luck that, that did him in. Like, if he rolled a dice and it, and it didn't hit, then he lost the game. You know, it, it didn't feel like it was a game anymore in that sense, right? It felt like a coin flip because he knew the game so well that it, it obviously like that his decisions were all locked in, in a sense, right? Whereas with something much more complicated, like poker or, or Dota... Uh, I think that you the osmosis of the world that that's around you. It is still like key. Like you just have to immerse yourself like so much in the game and play so much of the game that you're just you know at another level. Uh, on uh, you know what I like? Um, I like
2: playing games with with Tom because he he's a very funny guy, but he d- does also understand games. Like he he's not he's not like some mega tryhard, but he definitely knows how to play. You know what I mean? Like, when you play games with Tom, Ben is the same. And they're both very understanding with people who are shit at games. I'm shit at games. So, like, when I come up there and we play a board game or something like that, and Ben or Tom is in charge of it, they're, they're very, very good at dealing with me not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. I like that. I need They're also that.
1: very much, I think, like, they get tempered by people like Alex, right? Who is this guy we play with who is... He's his sort of attitude towards games is that he doesn't give a fuck about winning. Right. Okay. It's in a weird way. Like some people don't give a fuck about winning for different reasons. Like Shin just wants to troll, he wants to make a laugh, right. he wants to kind of And and sips to two to some extent. Like has always been this guy who who doesn't really care about winning he just wants to kind of make weird shit
2: happen right it's almost um, like trying to get the game to tell a story yeah it's like let's see what story we can get from this game because that is more interesting and funnier definitely and more memorable if you have a really weird game like if you if we played Civ and all kinds of weird stuff happen we'd remember that much more than just a straightforward everybody playing to like, win Because like every, every month of Iron
0: game we've ever played <laughs> this is but a weird I don't think one
1: any of us are necessarily coming at it with the angle of of I want to make this like <laughs> fun for other people, or I want to make this fun to watch. Like I think a lot of people still come at it with the angle of I want to make it fun for myself, right, and right. the way that I want to make it fun for myself I, is not to win. Yeah. It's to to just like get immersed in this in the world, or make up stupid stories, or come up with stupid anecdotes that that enhance the storytelling of that world. Which is why I think we've had seen this rise of D anD D and that type of thing because it lets those creative people. Who like? Who don't necessarily want to win? Because with D anD D, you 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 kind of you 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 sure you win, but you kind of know you're going to win because it's kind of fixed that you're going to win. Yeah. Because yeah. any good GM is not going to let your characters die. Whereas you know in in Space Hulk, you've got your favorite fucking space marine, bam, he's dead. Yeah. But, You know, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I, don't, there's no... I don't necessarily
0: want to lose, but I like creating a shitstorm if I can you know i like i like creating a situation that seems almost impossible to to get out of because it does it does make for a good story but it just makes for a fun time playing the game too you know There's, i think you you're yeah you're a different kind of troll to to shin definitely like like plenty innocent. of times in XCOM where i i would taken a move that was you know catastrophic but then just screamed yeah. my way out of it sort of thing and or
1: I, you done yeah i can see that like you, you'd either taken an ability that was just, 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 just mathematically worse or you've done a move that was mathematically stupid or wrong and, deliberately and, and, and at some because point it fits it pays into off the narrative
0: sort of thing and yeah and I, I think like that's about moments.
1: that's about karma though too right it's about guess, yeah. sometimes you sometimes when you're playing a game you have to be like i'm just doing this i know it's wrong but I'm just doing this. And I think that some people um, are different character types and they will never
0: take those wrong decisions in a sense, I like, right? the, I like the idea of discovering it. something about a game that, and, you know, you know that this game is being played by millions of people and everybody's probably come across it or at least like a, a good portion of the people playing the game have come across it, but... I, I, I like to sometimes think like I've done this and and nobody really does this and it's and it's paid off and I've discovered some new quirk to the game or something even though I never mm. do like I, it always just ends in some sort of failure or whatever but I like the idea it's nice
1: just sometimes all you need to do is just yeah to see the idea blossom and then you extrapolate forwards like yeah. in a sense like one of the things I've been trying to push in storytelling is like you know if you if you if you set something up the audience sees it to its conclusion right so if you say, you know, if you get a guy drawing a gun on someone, he says, I'm going to kill you, It already in your mind, you've seen that guy getting killed. Yeah. And so you kind of, in a story, for me, like you can't kill him at that point, right? You've almost like, for me, because it's just not, a, it's, it's it's like an inevitable, so, you know, unless it's unbelievable. I don't that's a bad example. But so often, like, you know, the best twists come when everything you think is leading towards this end where you're like, okay... I I see where this is going. I've predicted it. Aren't I smart? You know, I figured out who it is, you know, and then bam, it's not.
0: Yeah. I played Um, a game of CK2 one time and I was Sardinia. And I was quite happy to just own all of Sardinia. I conquered it. I held on to it. And I was just the whole game. I was just like, yeah, we're just going to keep Sardinia. We're going to see what happens around the rest of the world, but we're just going to hold on to Sardinia. Make Sardinia this, this is, great again. This is, going to be, yeah. this is going to be our stronghold sort of thing. We'll build it up and stuff. And I, I wasn't too worried about what was going to happen the rest of the game. I just wanted to hang on to Sardinia. And then over the course of the rest of the game, I end up inheriting Burgundy. So I have to run all of Burgundy as well. And then Sardinia gets invaded, so I had to take it back. And it, it just – when you set out with like a very small goal – just the the rest of the game can open up sometimes, and mm. you know take you to places you never thought you were going to go in that playthrough of the game. And I just think that that's exciting, and it's a fun fun way of doing things. Like I usually have small dumb goals that I like to to achieve, and then that usually just leads on to like a bigger sort of like you know meta goal. It's nice or whatever. to play games that allow that. Yeah, happen. that that's true too. Yeah, there's
1: well. That's, the, that's all we got time for because the we better go. Uh, we, where's no one, there's no one next week because we I mean Sips are away in Seattle. Yes. Um, yeah, have, yeah, a a time, have a great week. time, lads. Have a great time. Baby. We don't know what we can talk about I mean, with regards to that, but we'll let you know when we get back and hopefully give you a little run now. Seattle yeah. is great. Uh,
2: Seattle is great. You guys will love it. Get some chowder. Are, go down to Pike's Place. Don't go to the big chowder. place on the board. I heard on, Pike's on Place
0: did, is really good. It's I, okay. I've been it's okay. recommended Pike's Place. The, 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 so.
2: the, the closer you get to the water, the worse the restaurants get. But if you there's bread. a little there's one place I can't remember what it's called it, I can find the name out of it for you that does bread bowl soups so just like a bowl made out of bread it's like the 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 it's yeah, like yeah. a giant you just eat the bowl right. when you're done the soup that that is the best the best wow, okay. chowder I've ever had and I say that as apologies to New Englanders everywhere but that is the best chowder the chowder <laughs> chowder chowder <laughs> well there you go the chowder thank you.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Chowder, chowder. and the Simpsons
0: as well. Make sure you watch brand new episodes on no, fox.com do forward slash simpsons.html. To get
1: your free bowl of chowder delivered hot, steaming to your door.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I would, I would a accept
2: that sponsorship. Hot woman. We'll even
0: dump it in your pussy.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Free of charge.
0: <laughs>
1: That's good for your pussy. <laughs> it in there. <laughs> uh alright. <laughs> right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.